I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. The Battle of New York was the end of the world. This is the new world. I am a soldier's angel through the eyes of a soldier through the... What were you after? The truth. World peace. I'm a soldier's angel. You've got a hundred men at your disposal. And now... A hand-picked team. In a war of words between and yes, they're that good. No one walks away from this battle. Hello, howlers, and welcome to a special San Diego Comic-Con cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. I am Colonel Chaos, a.k.a. Jim Sella, and joining me once again, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing, Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Doing good, yes. I've been slightly frazzled from reading all the things and watching all the things and digging for you, for you guys, but yeah, all good. <laughs> you know, we probably did more work not being at San Diego Comic-Con than if we were actually there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's actually better to not be there. Apart from not seeing some of the footage, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But, um, but we would have yeah. been stuck in line. You, you know, True. you would have just been sitting in line for hours and hours and days. I mean, people camp overnight for those panels there. If we did that, mm-hmm. you wouldn't. Be, we wouldn't have all the great coverage that we have. In fact, we have so much great coverage tonight. We're not even going to do uh, Hell's Kitchen cast. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about. I was like, you know, this this show is going to be. If we have to do both, it's probably going to be close to two and a half hours. That people are going to mistake it for the B team or Forty Two Level One <laughs> short episodes of those, but still. Um, <laughs> So it was like, you know what? Let's just take a week off from Daredevil, cover the news from San Diego Comic-Con, and we'll come back to and do uh, Men with Fear next week. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. So, uh, yeah, uh, I spent, I don't know, a few hours Sunday uh, scanning the interwebs, trying to find, uh, watching all the trailers, wa- trying to find anything worthwhile uh, regarding Comic-Con. My wife, uh, being the Wonder Woman that she is, oh yeah, that's the wrong universe. Anyways, um, <laughs> was able to uh, find a, a bunch of uh, network Comic-Con specials. Mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien did shows last week from San Diego. Okay. And if... If you have a way of watching them, Andy, they're actually pretty good. They're fu- they're funny. They're not really yeah. good for information. Actually, no. the, the Suicide Squad one was good. Mm. Do I do actually like Conan O'Brien? He's he's pretty, he is pretty funny. He's he's got some good uh, he's got some good skits in this show from Comic Con. Yeah. There's a great one with uh, Mister Fantastic, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, his unfortunate man spread. Uh, <laughs> which was kind of hilarious. Uh, There's the Conan O'Brien superhero suit. He went to, I want to call it Iron Forge. I don't know if that's the name of it or not. 
uh, and which creates basically all the superhero costumes. Okay. And they designed uh, the Conan super superhero uh, costume. It's got it was kind of amusing, um, but I, his shows were fun to watch. Uh, and like I said, there was some information there. There was you got to see a little bit more of Suicide Squad. There, you know, they talked with the entire cast. Um, but it, the thing about the Conan shows was they were very DC centric. Mm, yeah. But if you get a chance, those were worth watching. Uh, the Abomination that I watched last year, they replaced it this year with, I don't know if you know him, Anthony Edwards? Mm, no. Uh, he's an African-American comedian who has the, who's on the show Blackish. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've heard that show. All right. He's the dad. Um, mm. it, it, I was just watching that before we uh, started recording tonight. That was, that was okay. Um, then they and then uh, Will Arnett was did the the coverage I think for Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. and he had like live specials every every day at the thing. Eh, they're all right. I mean, there was some news, but I wouldn't say there was any uh, bombshells or even really that much great footage, but. He talked to some people. There, once again, a lot of skits. Um, you kind of expect that, though, from like yeah. a, a comedian like that. So I, I do like Will Arnett, and uh, it, I don't know if you know, but he he does voice Lego Batman. Yes. Oh God, yes. He doesn't let you forget that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every other line at, that he talks uh, in the show is "I'm Lego Batman." <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he he. They they were amusing. They were entertaining. Whether or not any of this stuff was all that informative, the Anthony uh, Edwards thing that we just finished, there was some. There was a little bit there. He actually talked with cast and about. Uh, none of it was Marvel, unfortunately, but uh, there there was some. You know, there was some interesting uh, television discussion uh, of various. Uh, series out there but like i said i would say 90 percent of the network stuff had nothing to do with the marvel cinematic universe so yeah i think that's probably because they're like dc are pushing hard just now because they've got suicide squad about to come out and then lego batman's coming out just after that and then obviously doctor strange is the next mcu movie coming out Mm. and it's still still a wee while off so they're not in like heavy promo for it yet true so DCU's obviously bought up all this like screen time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, Suicide Squad looks alright. But like I said, like I said, a lot of it wasn't even Marvel or DC. A lot of it was just you know, uh, sit, you know, shows on Sci-Fi or whatever channel. You know, the, the independents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was like I said. It was. It was good. It was good from just being a nerd fan. Mm. For shows that, hey, well, maybe we should check this out and things like that. But anything germane to this show, <laughs> yeah, we didn't really get that. But that's what the interweb is for, and we were able to go go there. And I watched a lot of stuff. Although the the people that they have for the Marvel YouTube channel, they suck. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> 
Andy and I are ready, willing, and able. I think we need to get a petition going. You know, I'm I'm willing to quit my job, Andy. I'm willing to go work for Marvel and uh, Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that as well. But you know, I, I mean, I'd have, to, I'd have to do it from over here, and I don't know how much like. I think you would have know. to relocate. Yeah, I think I would have to. <laughs> so you know, yeah. live in Manhattan, live in Florida. I think we can do that, Andy. Yeah, I, I forget like the the girl's name that's, that they have as a presenter, but it's been the same like people that they've had for the last what two three years at least, and. They've had this girl, and they've paired her up with uh, Agent M, who's like Marvel's kind of right. social media guy, uh, Ryan. I think his name's Ryan Penagos or something like that. And he's okay, like as like a buffer for social media. Mm-hmm. He does I've fine met him. there, and I've met him. You met him, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know, like he does fine there, but like as a host, I don't like him. Like on a YouTube host, I don't, I don't like him. I actually, I don't know if it, they. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did, did all that come through, or did I mute it in time? No, you muted it. Okay, <laughs> you just went silent. <laughs> um, I don't know if uh, it became available over there, but they started something, I guess, this weekend called Marvel Insider on the Marvel yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, right about that. Yeah. And I, I signed up for it. It basically, you know, it links my it links with my Marvel Unlimited and my Marvel account, and. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you earn, it's a loyalty program. You watch an episode of Thwip or one of their YouTube videos, you earn 500 points, yada, yada, yada. You watch some of the coverage, you earn points. You watch the Doctor Strange trailer. What, you know, it, you, you get points towards pointless shit, basically. Mm, yep. <laughs> a lot of it is digital comics. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah, or a, a desktop uh, screensaver. Yeah. Sort of stuff. yeah. Stuff that you don't really want. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, but, you know, I signed up for it, and it, it uh, got me to watch some of this stuff. It's like, you know, you want to do a video, a Marvel video podcast, I know two perfect hosts for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> because the guys that you have on it suck. <laughs> yep. So, I don't know, um, but yes, I did. Uh, we did watch a lot of news, and we're go- we're going to try and cover it all. Yep. And uh, if we forget something, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where should we start, Andy? Should we start with Shield? I mean, this is Shield Cast. I, I, I think I think we start with like start with the Netflix stuff, and we'll, we'll segue into Shield because uh. Shield will be a bit of a uh, there'll be a bit of a discussion around Shield. I think. All right. I've got some interesting things to say. All right. <laughs> Take it away, Andy. Okay, I'll, so I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, moderate tonight and direct. Uh... <laughs> okay, so they had their uh, Netflix panel and they showed off actually quite a few new things, and they did release it on the internet. Which was nice of them because they don't know Marvel doesn't always do this. Uh, they're not very good with uh, putting their stuff up online. But, okay, I, I'm going to yeah. take us off the rails right away. Okay, okay, all right. Because this is something that came up last night on B Team. I don't know if you were awake to hear it or not. I, I was not. No. Okay. It was it was early on in the episode. We we're discuss or fairly early on. Uh, we were discussing uh, San Diego Comic Con briefly. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, one of the things that uh, Eli asked was if they, because uh, I was saying, you know, none of the panels are available online. We can't, uh, you know, we don't get to see a lot of the stuff there, um, and it kind of sucks. If they made it, a, if they did some type of pay per view thing. Uh, let's say, you know, I don't know. My wife thought $75. That was a little cheaper. But um, if they had a, offered something that where you could watch streams of the panels from Comic-Con, and we're not just talking the Marvel stuff. Maybe it's everything. It, you know, it depends on who's offering it. I would assume that the promoters of the con would be the ones to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um would you pay for uh would would you pay to watch uh streams of the panels 100% yep how much 100% um i think that we should compare this directly to blizzcon okay because yep. blizzard actually does this yeah um you can buy like a digital ticket to watch their event mm-hmm. it is 40 40 dollars yeah, that's and that's where I was around. I was around forty yeah. bucks. Um, there's probably more panels, especially if you're doing you know just the full Comic Con all you can eat thing. Yeah. So yeah. there's probably more uh, panels. So I'd, I'd be willing to pay seventy five to a hundred. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably not mind paying seventy five to get access to everything. Yeah. Um, but they would have to gate off things because uh, although you're saying they don't put the panels online. They kind of do, um, they just cut out bits of them. So, like, the all the individual Netflix panels are up there, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. panels are up there, all the Marvel stuff, like, the main Marvel panel is up there. They just segment it up and they cut out the, the footage that they show. Okay. Yeah, I would like, uh, I think, well, I think if you pay for it, you should be able to get uh, all of it. And, yes, I know that yep. means... Well, somebody's going to take it and uh, copy it and put it on YouTube. So what? I mean, you know, you're going to get the money from your diehard fans that can't be there. Mm. And then if, you know, some assholes want to throw it up uh, on YouTube, you know, go through whatever proper channels to have it taken down, but uh, deal with it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, if you're broadcasting it live... Like it's good. It takes a bit of time to, mm-hmm. if even if someone pays for it, records it, and then like downloads it and then re-uploads the bits and pieces of it, it that takes a bit of time. So you're talking like probably the next day before that's going to be up, regardless. So I mean, from Marvel's point of view, they've already got their money off. Well, they're not losing anything. Yeah, I I I just think um, I I just think. Uh, they're missing out on an opportunity. Yep, I totally agree. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. I would, I would happily, happily pay money to see it. So, but <clears throat> my voice is all scratchy tonight. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, just uh, it was something that was brought up. Eli brought up, and it's like, hell yeah, I would do that. Hell, I might even do that for San, uh, New York Comic Con if. It, you know, if I could just sit at home and watch it and not have to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, I wouldn't mind doing that. It's a good idea. Very good idea. Hopefully yeah. Marvel will listen and then we'll do that next year. Well, see, it, 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 I, because it's not Marvel's event, mm. I think uh, 
I think it would have to be the the promoter, and I think it's Reed Pop that does uh, okay. the, the Comic Con. They would be the ones, and then the, but you know that, then you have to get everybody to sign on to it, and you know there's mm. revenue sharing and all that happy horse shit. But I, th- I, I mean, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, like, it's really an advertiser's wet dream as well because you've got a real captivated audience mm-hmm. that has paid money to be there. Like, they are gonna, be, they're gonna be sitting there watching the stream for the entire time they paid for it. So, oh, yeah. but you've got a captive audience, you can throw in bits and pieces of adverts, relevant adverts, though. Please, like, <laughs> I don't mind seeing an advert for like a new T-shirt line or like that sort of some kind of geek thing, culture or whatever. Uh, just no, like. Crappy toothpaste adverts, GameSpot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, bear with me one second. I have a nasty. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I, I had I I clicked on a website and I was getting e- people yammering in my ear. Okay. <laughs> uh, there we go. But that's awesome. It's that. There we go. Um. So, anyways, yeah, I think I think it's a great idea. I th- I know that it's probably a bit of a logistical nightmare because you have so many companies and so many people, but I think it should be, hey, uh, you know, uh, it's part it's the part of the price of being a panel. And if you want to share the revenue, that's fine too. But uh, hmm. that's between you and them. And I mean, like the revenue from that is really unlimited because. It just depends on how many people buy the tickets, and it, it can't cost them that much money because they've already got the camera set up. They just need to mm-hmm. like press a button and stream it live. Obviously, that has some logistical things to it. If you, uh, if anyone who watched the uh, Sonic 25th anniversary live stream last week will know that it doesn't always go smoothly, but <laughs> so. it was very, very bad sound issues on that. Oh, it really? Is that the one <laughs> yeah. I was on? No, 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 oh. no, it wasn't. Okay. So, all right. So now let's get into the news. Yes. So uh, Netflix shows. First of all, we got Luke Cage trailer. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's Luke Cage. I mean, we know yeah. <laughs> we've already seen him. We know who he is. We kind of know his abilities. But yes, it, it was pretty badass. Yep, it was cool, and uh, from watching the Luke Cage panel, basically they, the the official Marvel panels, they don't tend to say very much in these ones. They're, they kind of throw around a lot of vagaries, because they're trying not to give away too many plot details and things, which is fine, um, especially because the shows haven't aired yet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, did, uh, they did mention that Harlem is really a big character in the show, which, which is kind of cool. Uh, also, uh, the I, f- I forget the director's name, but the director did uh, confirm that all the titles of the episodes are rappers. So it's kind of done like uh, they've they've pitched it like basically an album of like thirteen tracks. They're all like based on like rappers. Okay. And uh, music music supposed to plays a, a big part in the show. So It's not a musical, though. I don't think you'll have a singing Luke Cage. <laughs> no. I I heard uh, that that, that that music will play a big part in the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So uh, the, the trailer looked cool. Like we know what Luke Cage can do. It's just mm-hmm. like he's with a car door, he's a shield, and then he gets shot and he beats a couple of guys up. Yeah, cool. Fine by me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool. Wow. There should be nothing that I didn't expect to see in a Luke Cage trailer. My wife came out of that saying, I think this is going to be the most violent of the Netflix Marvel series yet. Until Punisher, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I mean, the other season two is pretty violent with the, the Punisher stuff. But, I mean, it can only be so violent with, like, Luke Cage. He's indestructible. Like, you shoot him and it's just boom, boom. It just bounces off him. Yeah, it's it's Luke Cage. He's bulletproof. Yep. Um, it, it didn't show that much. I, I I think we're spending too much time on this one, Andy. I mean, it, it showed him walking through, beating up a bunch of thugs, getting. Uh, yep. There's a guy behind a a uh, a uh, wall or bar or bars, shooting at him. He reaches through the bars, uh, grabs the guy by the. Sh- Meanwhile, and he's getting shot, and you know they're just bouncing off, and he's got bullet holes on his uh, hoodie, and he goes up, grabs the guy by the shirt, and knocks him out on the by pulling him right into the bars, and then mm-hmm. kicks kicks the bars down. Yep. He also uses a car door as a shield, mm. and wraps a guy in it. Yeah, and you, him using the card loader shield kind of reminded me of Captain America: First Avenger, because Cap does that in uh, in the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a kind of cool little sort of throwback, but uh, yeah, it's nothing that we haven't really seen Luke Cage do already, and in uh, Jessica Jones. So yeah, we 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 can move on from that. I think we had a brief teaser for uh, the Defenders. Yes, very brief. That uh, yes. shows the logo for the defenders, which was quite cool, and had some new dialogue from Stick. Yes, my uh, my that was one of my que- my wife's questions. Is that Stick's voice? I said yes. I think so, and yeah. it was. Yeah, and uh, basically he said, "How do you four expect to uh, protect the city when you can't even like protect yourself?" Something like that. And I'm I'm reading a story. Um, <clears throat> this is over on IGN. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about now, which is why I'm going to bring it up here, even though it's mm-hmm. not Comic Con. Uh, I guess the TCAs are going the television, yeah, the Television Critics Association press tour press tour started mm-hmm. today, and uh, they would like to turn they would like to produce the Marvel series a little quicker. Okay. I doubt that we could produce at the quality that they produce at that speed, but we're going to try to make them quicker so we can get less less downtime between them. So maybe we get three a year. Okay, yeah, yeah, I would definitely be down for that. I mean, it might be a case of them like picking up an extra unit or something like that, because I think it's just been one unit that's been shooting everything. Yeah. So if they if they added an extra unit, they could they could do two at the same time, and yeah, that could they speed up production a bit. Um. Yeah, and th- three. You know, the article says, "Well, maybe they could go to five. It's like they're here. Yeah, we're mm. not going. We're not going that crazy. I don't know if I w- would want five. No, three. Three feels like a nice number. Mm. Like two is maybe a little bit too spaced out, like the way it is at the moment. Um, like as soon as you finish one, you're like, oh, when's the next one? Oh, six months away. Okay. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> you know, I, but, I like yeah, a little bit of a break. Three or four. Yeah. I could go with three or four. Because mm. I think the Defenders is only supposed to be like eight episodes. I don't think it's a full thirteen. No, it's just, it's definitely a shorter shorter run. Uh, they also asked whether or not the Punisher is going to be in the Defenders. Mm-hmm. And the exact quote was, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, so hopefully. that's us- That usually means yes. It usually means yes. It, it, it may not necessarily be like a big part of it, but it would be, uh, I would think you'll be in and around it somewhere. I think, I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that both, and, and, you know, we don't know if there's any other characters introduced in Iron Fist or Luke Cage, but we might not see Patsy Walker as Hellcat in The Defenders, although she was the only one of them that was an actual Defender <laughs> well, of the original, original Defenders. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. No, uh, none of them, as far as I can recall, were ever with the Defenders more than two issues. Patsy Walker, Hellcat, was probably with them at least 25 issues. Well, like, this is the, the newer version of the Defenders. Which I know, was like, I know. I yeah. know. So they, were, they were more than two issues on, on that run, definitely. <laughs> but... Of the original Defenders, Hellcat would be the only one that actually qualifies. Mm. So while I would like to, you know, I would think that uh, the Defenders would be better if we saw Patsy Walker maybe put on the costume for the first time there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'd like to see the Punisher. I want to see Elektra in there. Yep. You know, I mean... uh, we're not doing episode seven, which I rushed home to watch again tonight, and we'll probably have to watch it again for next week now. But um, <laughs> the uh, I like her. They're, mm-hmm. they're, yep. They've do, they're doing a they've done a good Electra. Now, could she carry a show by herself with a good supporting cast? She needs somebody to play off of. Yep. I think on her own without her talking to somebody, it it would fall flat a wee bit. But like having the back and forth, she's very good at that. Yeah, she's, and it's kind of a weird uh, comparison, but she she is like the cloak to Daredevil's dagger. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see where you're going. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Because he, you know, he's badass. Gr- you know, he's grumpy cat. And then she she's more of uh, she's the one with the with the good lines, the one that lightens the mood, um, mm. and it seems to enjoy herself and her role. Mm. Yeah, where Matt treats it as a job or a responsibility or a crusade. She's kind of doing this for the hell of it and the fun of it, mm. and taking yeah. down the yakuza. She, you know, yeah. so, um, so I, I, I'd like to. While I would like an Electra series, who are you going to pair her with? And that, that's that's where that show will either make it or break it, because she she needs, if not a, 
another lead with her, at least a good supporting cast. Yep. Um, they did announce the sort of running order for the next lot of Netflix shows as well. So basically it's going Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, and then the second and third seasons of the other shows and Punisher. Right. And they confirmed that Daredevil is getting a season three. Yes, so Daredevil's getting a season three. They showed a very, very, very short teaser for that with like a subway sign lighting up with a three on it and saying, yeah, Daredevil season three coming soon. But not really that soon because it'll be... It'll be 2018. 18 probably. Maybe, maybe 17, a late 17 at the ah, push. Yeah. If they, if they jump up to three three a year, then you could get it late, late 17. Well... And they haven't, they haven't really said it yet. But I would assume it's going to be Iron Fist, some probably spring two thousand seventeen. Hmm. Defenders, hopefully summer two thousand seventeen, yeah. late summer maybe. Jessica Jones, uh, probably October November, because I think that's the one that's next. Unless they do put put Punisher in there, yep. And then, I I think if they want to, you know, Daredevil, quote it's two it's only two seasons long, but uh, tradition is the end of March, early April. Hmm. Yeah. So I would I would assume that they would probably try and stick it uh, in that slot. And it's it's also kind of their uh, flagship show. Oh that, yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. gonna be. You would as, that you would kind of assume that might be the start of phase two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they want to wait two years to have the Daredevil show, like out from when it originally released, like the second season. That would be two years out from then. But yeah. you do have him in the Defenders, so that's kind of his appearance for that year, and then you could have him show up next time. Yeah, I guess the only other place would be. To have it be the show right after the Defenders. Hmm. Yeah. But I still depends what happens but in that show. You're still gonna you're still talking at least a year and a half from uh season yeah. two. Yeah. And obviously like if Luke Cage and Iron Fist do well, presumably they'll get a season two as well and then that'll continue on. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's what you're going to see. I mean, I would assume both shows do reasonably well um i think you know and if they want to expand well are you gonna are you gonna cut a show or are you just gonna keep adding them because if you keep adding them it's gonna be longer and longer in between seasons uh for for the established shows yeah that's true see what happens see what happens so so they did show uh, the first trailer for iron fist as well Mm -hmm. looked a little weird well, it did look a little weird. Um, he looks weird. Danny, he does. He looks weird. You didn't see Danny Rand suited up in his costume, I don't think, did you? No. 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 And we don't. I don't think we saw a glowing fist either. No. So those are the two things that I want to see in the show, and I didn't see them in the trailer. It's the trailer. It's. I know. I know. Um, I mean, you see excite, him blow out a wall. Yeah, it didn't excite me very much though. This trailer. It's 
it's a very different Danny Rand. Mm. And he looks like a fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's bef- like you hear yeah. his beard off in the show. Yeah. Like he looks a bit disheveled. He's be- like he's been away for five years. He's at this point when he comes back into the, the universe, he is kind of like he's Ollie Queen. Uh, He's Ollie Queen, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's what I was looking for. So expect expect at least two or three episodes of him doing chin ups, yeah. topless. <laughs> what was it, the ladder thing? Like, yes. Expect that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like, yeah, this is there's a lot like Arrow, but with mystical stuff in it. Or I, I'll watch it, but uh, I can't say that the trailer excited me very much. I could almost say that for, I think, all the trailers for the Netflix shows. <laughs> well, Luke Cage was fine. The, the yeah. Defenders one was the Defenders one was quite cool. It was like a kind of teaser trailer, and they showed the logo. And, and well, and far, I, I'm not talking just at this Comic-Con. I'm talking no. about in general. You know, uh, the they tease too much. The, the Daredevil ones were, I think the Daredevil ones were good. Mm. The trailers for Daredevil, I think, were, were very good. Like for the Punisher, and then like for the first mm. season as well. All right, moving on. Okay, move, moving on. Uh, let's talk some uh, Marvel movie universe stuff. Do we want to talk Legion at all? Well, before we get Legion's into, a, yeah, Legion's a funny one. Uh, like I watched that trailer and. It's still unclear to me if this is part of the Marvel TV universe or if it's part of the Fox universe or if, where the fuck is it set? <laughs> you know, because they do mention mutants in this show, in this show mm-hmm. um, but it is produced by Marvel Television. So where does it sit? They haven't come out and clarified this as far as I'm aware. Uh, as for the trailer itself, I don't know what it is. I'm like... What the fuck is going on in any of this? I have no idea. It was weird, but it was kind of cool at the same time, and it could be, it it could be either really good, or it's going to just be one of those shows that, after a couple episodes, I say, yeah, this is garbage, and shut it off, like preacher. Yeah, I think, I think this is a one and done season. Like by the looks of it, from from that trailer, I'm like, whoa, this is this is looks too weird, um. I'm not. I, I'm not familiar with the character in the comic books, though. Like you, have you read much Legion? I read some. I mean, he was, so what's what's his thing then? Is he, like he's a bunch of different people or something? He, he's like Hive. He, he's got. A, I think so to an extent. Without the weird Hive buggy thing, um, mm-hmm. he's got. He's he's the bastard son of. Professor X and Myra McTarget. Um, yeah, Myra McTaggart, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's a special needs child, or at least that's what they think. Um, so, and I think he kind of comes off as mentally challenged, autistic, probably more autistic. And uh, he, he has various personalities. He would... It was hard to get a beat on him because it was during the Bill Sienkiewicz era on the mutant books. Uh-huh. And while I love Bill Sienkiewicz's art, 
Uh, some of his more obscure and esoteric characters are just you never get a good feel for. Okay. And Legion would be one of those. Um, so, I don't know. I kind of liked that. I just thought it was a different style show, I guess, is the is where I was like, okay, this could be really good. But once again, how, what, what are you going to tie into it? You know, what Easter eggs are we going to have? What cameos? Who's the... Who's the supporting cast? And does how does this tie in either into the X-Men or the MCU universe? Yeah, which is what they need to tell us. <laughs> I, but yeah, it looks very weird. It doesn't look like a show for me apart from the fact this is a Marvel show. <laughs> See, I think... If it's, I, I, I think, if it's I think the MCU, it... I'm watching it. If it's not, I'm not. Okay. That's kind of how it's going to work. I will watch it either way, um, and you know, like you said. But yeah, if it if it isn't tied to the Marvel universe, it it's not. If I don't like it after a few episodes, I'll just drop it. But I'll, I'll certainly give it a shot. Yeah, I think it's we need to we need some more information on that one before we can <laughs> see whether or not it's going to be any good. So, all right. Okay, so uh, move, moving on from that Marvel Studios panel, we'll, we'll get to Shield after this because I think the Shield discussion will be a bit longer. Um, but yeah, Mar- Marvel Studios panel, Marvel got a new logo for one. Yay! I like the yeah, old but, one. Come on, I, you know. But I'm a I'm a traditionalist, so yeah. There was nothing wrong with the old no, logo. I think they're just exactly. they've made a new logo because they're now out from under Ike Perlmutter and they're like, oh, we've got some money. Like, let's pay someone to make a new logo. Okay. <laughs> and and everybody at the panel got a hat. You get a hat, and you get a hat, and you get a hat. <laughs> oh, I want a hat. I, I I want a hat as well. But yeah, this is this like Kevin Feige's like, and everybody gets a hat. Everyone's like. Yay. <laughs> I'll take a Marvel hat. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel Studios hat. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're giving away the hats at the New York one. Yeah, hope so. Hopefully they'll have some left over. Um, okay, so they did announce the like the main cast for uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So we already knew looks on the people. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman's playing Black Panther himself. Michael B. Jordan is playing the villain in the movie, Eric Killmonger. Oh, he's not playing the Human Torch. <laughs> no, no, he's not playing Human Torch. Oh, okay. Or or Spider Man or anyone else. He's playing Eric Killmonger, who's a who's a villain yeah. from the comics. Yep. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is playing Nakaya, Nakaya or Nakia who is a former member of Wakanda's Dora Milaje, who is now an agent of Killmonger. Okay. And uh, they also announced that Denaya Guerrero, who plays Michonne in The Walking Dead, is playing a character called Okoye, who is a member of the Dora Milaje, who are the wives in training for the King of Wakanda. These are like the badass (laughs) women. Mm -hmm. Um, it is un- that, that's all the people that they brought on stage and they didn't show any footage because they 
I don't think they even started filming yet, so <laughs> I was under sure. I don't think they have. Yeah, so they basically they they just made a quick appearance and said that they'll take the energy from the the room and go away and film a good movie. So hopefully they do. Um, it was not mentioned whether or not Ulysses Claw is going to be in the movie. However, that is kind of expected from most people, and it's also relatively likely that we're going to see Everett Ross, played by Martin Freeman, come back in it as well. No mention of the Winter Soldier either. They gotta keep a couple. East, they gotta keep a couple surprises. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, what, we'll see what happens with that. Um, did get one or two of the story details from an interview with uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, she basically says that the story is that Black Panther's leadership is threatened by two foes who come together, and so Black Panther gets the help of the CIA and the Dormalaji to try and defeat the enemy. So two foes coming together, probably Killmonger and Claw. Yeah. And when you bring in the CIA, do you bring in S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. <laughs> no? I don't think S.H.I.E.L.D. will be there. Um, Everett Ross will be like, the sort of, he'll be the CIA liaison. But yeah, um, so the, like I say, they didn't show any footage. Um, we got a new logo for Thor Ragnarok. Which looks very retro and quite cool. Yeah. Uh, again, no footage from that movie. I think they are filming I, it at the moment. Yeah. But I they did show like they did show some sort of like behind the scenes thing of like what Thor and the Hulk were doing during Civil War. Uh, however, it's not been put online yet. However, it's like a comedy thing. Okay. And they did. Sh- uh, <clears throat> there were props from the movie there. I don't know if hmm. you saw the. Pictures, yes. but that were tweeted showing uh, Hulk, uh, World War Hulk's or Planet Hulk's uh, gladiator armor. Yes, so they, they unveiled that. He's got like a massive like mm. axe and a helmet and like a, a shoulder guard armor piece. And it's very reminiscent of his uh, Planet Hulk armor from the comics. So I think we've got a good idea of what Hulk's going to be doing in this movie. It, it gets weird though because you're going Ragnarok. You're mm-hmm. pr- kind, you know. We keep thinking that they're going somehow Planet Hulk, and then you're bringing in Surtur as well. Yeah, they try to squeeze a lot into this movie. That's, I mean, this is a lot of like conflicting storylines to squeeze into one movie. Like trying to fit like a whole Hulk storyline in here, as well as like do the Thor Ragnarok story justice, and it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Hope they pull it off. Yeah, I'm and I'm reading from and it's this you and I read the same article, um, but uh, you know right now there's talk. These are the elements that are in the movie, and this is coming from uh, comicbookmovie.com. Planet Hulk, Hela, the Grandmaster, Loki, and now Surtur. Mm. How you know that's <laughs> that's one hell of a stew you're built you're cooking there. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that movie. Again, no footage. Boo. And like I say, again, they did not release the the comedy footage that they did show online, which is a shame because it sounded like it was quite funny. 
Well, yeah, I have a feeling Helmsworth and um, who plays the Hulk again? I can't remember. I have Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark, Mark Ruffalo uh, have some serious comedy chops. Yep. <laughs> so, so that that could be pretty uh, pretty funny. So, and I mean, yes. you know, from what I hear, uh, Helmsworth was hilarious in Ghostbusters. So, yeah, I heard that as well. I heard he was probably the best bit of the movie. So, yeah, I I just don't know how you bring those elements together, unless the Planet Hulk thing is. Well, I I still think Planet Hulk should be its own movie, but I I do kind of agree. But like with the way that rights and stuff are working. We we're not privy to all that information, but it seems like they need to put Shuhan Hulk into other things rather than give him his own movie again. But so be it. Um, moving on from that, Doctor Strange got a new trailer. Yep, looks good. Looks weird. Looks good. Looks weird. It was very much like the last trailer. Yep, that's <laughs> what I, I actually watched them back to back and was like yeah. comparing them. I was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you can notice in the trailer is like when they do this like big scene where like the safe folds in on itself. Yep. Uh, you can you can see Avengers Tower and during that scene, which is quite cool. I wasn't looking for it, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, it was definitely there. <laughs> I, I watched that uh, Mister Sunday Movies. Uh, he does a he always does like a sort of ten things you missed of uh, trailers, mm-hmm. and he points out all the like little knickknacks and easter eggs and stuff like that and uh, very clearly Avengers Tower and, and amongst that it looks very Inception-esque yes absolutely I, I'm starting I'm to much- get excited about this movie and I don't I'm, yeah. like I said I am not the biggest Doctor Strange fan no same for same for myself um, I, I do like it when he shows up in Avengers but he's always like a supporting character to the rest of the rest of the team and uh, having read one or two of his own books, not really been a big fan of reading him in the comics. No. But this looks quite cool. Yep. Obviously a lot of CG. Very CG heavy movie, this one. Much more so than probably any of the other ones. Like, I mean, I know there's a lot of CG in uh, in, in the battle scenes and stuff like that for Avengers and Civil War and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But this one is like... CG everywhere at all times. I think. Well, I also think there's a a good combat. It looks like there's going to be some decent uh, combat footage in here. Yeah, mystical, fight choreography, martial art fighting and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, it looks looks very cool. Um, I can't. I don't think they're in any more cast. Uh, I don't know that they announced any more casting. Oh no, wait, they did. did, did, did. They did announce one more casting. Hold on, because I did see this somewhere. E- ah, I don't recall. Anything. I got, I got an advert. Hold on, hold on. I hate it when like websites do that. They have this autoplay and adverts. Anyway, anyway, we did uh, get one. Uh, we did get one more casting announcement for Doctor Strange. Uh, Benjamin Bratt is going to be in the movie, supposedly as a villain. Okay. 
and uh, he's been doing a lot of like uh, voice work recently. Mm-hmm. So it's been speculated that he's going to be playing um, Dor Dormam Dormammu. Dor yeah, Doramu, Doramu, Doramu yeah. yeah, or however you say that, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how they're speculating that he's he's going to play. Which yeah, cool. I mean, he needs like although he's going up against uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, who is Baron Mordo. No, 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 no. Baron Mordo is like the guy that he's palling about with in this movie. He's he's a good guy at this um. in in this movie at this point certainly. Alright. But yes, Mad Michael's in character. I forget the name of the, the character that he's playing, but he is a villain. Okay. Well, um, we have, we, is... we have a few months to talk about this still. Yeah, so, like, Doctor Strange, we're obviously going to do a full primer for, yeah. for that as well, before it comes out. Um, but yeah, new trailer looked cool. Same as the last one. <laughs> Very similar, yes. Now, moving on to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, now, before you blurt this out, I think this is, falls under way... This is way too big spoiler territory. Uh, I, I don't know what you are... Kurt Russell's you, role. Okay, well... I don't think that... I do not think that should we should be the ones to spoil that. If you want to read I mean, it, go find it online... Comicbookmovie.com has an article about it. Um, we we will say this. Mm. He is playing Ego the Living Planet, and that's all we will say. Okay. Who in the comic books is a giant head? Is an actual giant planet. Giant head planet yeah. thing. Okay. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, however, in, in this iteration, he does have a full costume. He is a man who has a costume, so I'm not quite sure how what the what way they're going with this. Maybe he can somehow embody himself into a man. It's like they showed his costume, and I'm like, this looks like a costume out of Lord of the Rings for a normal guy. It's certainly not a planet, but it could be a red herring. So I and they did confirm that Sylvester Stallone is in the movie. Yes, in an unnamed role as well. They they had a kind of cool thing as well, like at the at the panel, where they brought out the Ravagers, <laughs> like a bunch of like uh, the, the Ravagers that were in the mm. first movie in full costume as well, and they announced that Taserface is in it. He's now now one of the Ravagers, and I think I remember him from the Guardians of the Galaxy late eighties, early nineties comic. I think it was nineties. And he, the guy that they've got playing him was excellent. Like, he was really good. Uh, they also confirmed that Mantis is going to be one of the uh, Guardians in this movie. Yep. And they, they announced one more Guardian. But the, the big one for me was that Yondu is now going to be one of the Guardians. Yep. And he's going to have a so red fin. Yes, and he's got his fin, his proper fin, finally. Because in the in the movie, he just had a sort of wee small mohawk. Now he's got a proper fin. And they had Michael Rooker out on stage, full costume, with the big fin and everything like that. And they didn't even, like, ask him about it. He was just, he had it. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And uh, they, they c confirmed Sylvester Stallone as an un in an undisclosed role. And 
Nathan Fillion will be playing Simon Williams. Yes, well, we'll see how they how they work that out. That'll be interesting. That might that might be just like like a background in a movie or something like because we know he's like he was a film star. Yep. But yeah, the the movie looks really cool. Uh, Karen Gillan's obviously back as Nebula as well, and she has not shaved her head this time. Nope, she gets to keep her hair this time. They did they did confirm that. Hmm. And there is there was one more like actor they they announced and I forget who it was. It was a a female actress. Uh, is that Aisha something or other? Yes, yeah. Um, Elizabeth Debicki is going to be playing uh, a lesser known cosmic character called Aisha. That's right. Oh, that's Aisha is also known as her. Mm. And her. Um, all right, here we're going into some Marvel lore here. Uh. Adam War- Adam Warlock, who has been a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books, the current uh, version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it was you know create I, I I don't know his exact origin, but he's basically supposed to be the perfect uh, male specimen, something to that effect, mm-hmm. and uh, is also known as him. His uh, one of his, I think that was his like quote unquote birth name. Okay, him and and Aisha is the perfect female specimen, also known as her. So the fact that you have her in the in the movie uh, revealed that her is going to be in the movie me- means there is some hope that maybe him will show up as well. I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> And we have seen it, a cocoon in the collector's uh, thing. Hmm. We in, have, yes. In his warehouse. Uh, they did also mention that at least one more Guardian from the comics will appear in this script as well. So you'll have one more. <clears throat> uh, they did show some, some, com- some uh, footage at this panel. Did not bother to release it online, however. Bastards. Yes, another. Yeah, it's kind of annoying that Marvel does this because DC, the footage that they showed, they they put it up online afterwards, like so, full high res quality for people to watch. So, as somebody who has been to Marvel panels at New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. um, you know their reasoning is, hey, you guys paid your money to get into this con. You're the guys who uh, took time. An effort to come to the con and stand in line and to see this stuff. They want it, they want it to be special for you. That's what they tell. They, you know, that's what they say. So, you know, do I buy it? Okay, yeah, great. I mean, and Marvel likes to keep everything under lock and key. Um, so be it. But yeah, you know, fine. But. Release it. Release it in a week or two at least, so the rest of us can see it. Um, yeah. The the That's other keep it exclusive for like a small period of time yeah. and, and put it out there because otherwise you're just reading people's descriptions of it online. Yeah. That's what people do. They try and film it using their camera, and if they fail doing that, they just like make a note or a mental note of like exactly what happened in it, and then they they 
like put it out on a blog or a website post somewhere and it gets clicks. Well, I had to do that, remember, with Age of Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I mean, the other last year, the footage that we got to see, and I think I saw it twice, was uh, the Daredevil hallway scene without uh, all the music and sound effects and just uh, the natural uh, noise as they filmed it. And it, it was interesting, but, uh, you know, certainly it wasn't like seeing uh, a teaser of Guardians. Uh, one other piece of Guardian news, just because I am a Disney file, uh, the, they are re-skinning the Tower of Terror at Disney California as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Okay, right, yeah, because I did see that they announced yeah. this, and I was like, oh, they're building a new ride, so they're not actually building a new ride, then it's just a reskin. Okay. Well, you know, and, yeah, I don't know what the... I mean, I've done the Tower of Terror many times. It's it's a fun ride. It's basically one of those free-fall drop things. Yeah. Uh, but there is, you know, it does tell a story while you're uh, being lifted up, and, you know, there's... You know the pre-ride movie and experience as well. So turning it into like uh, the collector's thing, and you know they they got uh, Benicio del Toro to actually film some bits for it, and they're having the cast film things for it while they're filming the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I will be there. I I will dev I will definitely be checking that out when it uh, when it opens as uh, Guardians Breakout. It might be. It might have to be our. Uh, if we take a big trip next year, that'll be. That could be our smaller trip. So. <laughs> um. All right. Moving on. What's next? Moving on. Um, let's talk about Spider-Man: Homecoming briefly. Okay. Again, they showed footage that they didn't put up online. So mm -hmm. apparently, it was very good. And it's still to show. We don't know that because we didn't see it because uh, they didn't show it. But they did confirm uh, who some of the characters that uh, the younger actors have been cast as. So Tony Revolori is going to be playing Flash Thompson. Okay. Who was basically Spider-Man, like Peter Parker's bully in high school. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see if he ends up building him, or if they go down a slightly different route and make him his friend. Zendaya is playing a character called Michelle, who is basically a new, a newish character. She, like in the comic books, there was a Michelle who was uh, Peter Parker's roommate, mm -hmm. but who had a one night stand with him so I don't I don't think they're going to go down that route in this they, they might make him his love interest in this movie though uh, Laura Harrier is playing Liz Allen okay and Liz Allen she is a secretary at the Daily Bugle if I'm correct I believe so but she was also uh, Flash Thompson's girlfriend in okay. high school so they might play, might go down that route. And finally, Jacob Batalon is playing Ned Leeds. 
who is another reporter at the Daily Bugle. Yep. He worked for the Daily Bugle and was a bit of a, a rival to Parker in the comic books, and he had a crush on Betty Brandt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. That's right. Betty Brandt is the secretary from uh, the Bugle. Liz Allen was Flash's girlfriend. Yep. Okay. Uh, obviously, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it, playing Tony Stark, and obviously we know that Michael Keaton's in it. However, they haven't confirmed that he's playing the Vulture. We know that both that Keaton's in the movie, and we know that the Vulture's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Relatively safe assumption, unless they end up pitching him to play Norman Osborn instead, but I don't think so. Uh, there has been like a leak. There has been a toy line put out as well, where they've got more uh, villains that they've been talking about. Uh, those. The two other villains that have been mentioned as part of the toy line are the Tinkerer and Shocker. Shocker? Yep. Okay. So, I mean, I'm I'm fine with those. Like, Shocker is like a minor villain that you could see Spider-Man dealing with mm-hmm. early on in the movie. That's fine. And then have the Vulture as the big bad. Cool with me. And the Tinkerer could be the one that uh, Vulture goes to to get his wings. Okay. Because it's... Work. it's going to be a tech-based vulture that we see in this. Hasn't he always been a tech-based vulture except for the stupid one? Yeah, I'm sure there was one where they had made him have, like, real wings. <laughs> You're like, hmm, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, cool, interesting. Again, footage that we didn't get to see, which was supposedly amazing. Okay, so um, just to mention, at the at the end of the like Marvel panel, they brought everyone back out on stage and like to get a picture of the whole Marvel family, not including obviously any of the Avengers or Ant Man or any any people that have been in movies in the last couple of years. It's basically all the new ones plus the Guardians. Now, at the end of this, they did say they did go, oh, and I suppose we should probably introduce you to the latest member of the Marvel family, Captain Marvel who is being played by Brie Lawson. Right. Who's not what we not who we wanted to play Captain Marvel. I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. And that was not our number one choice, was it? No. Um, I can't remember. I mean, you and I went through a few. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, which I thought, A, while she fits the part, I don't, I'm not a fan of her. No. Um, can't remember who else we had on that list. It was Olivia Wilde and... Uh, no, that was, was She-Hulk. Oh, no, it was... Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, what's her name? I always forget this actress' name, but the the woman that plays Marjorie Tyrell in Game of Thrones. Yeah, that means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my, my my vote was for Ronda Rousey. Natalie Dormer. That's, that's who I wanted. Okay. Natalie Dormer. But, no, she's not been cast, so... Brie Larson, that's fine. Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen Brie Larson in a movie, to be fair, but I think she she won an Oscar recently, didn't she not? Yes. Yeah, so cool. She's obviously got the acting chops to do this, and uh, apparently it was uh, Chris Evans was a, a big push behind her getting this role. Okay. So, cool. She's, she's Captain Marvel. Uh, they haven't announced a director yet for the Captain Marvel movie. But yeah. 2019, 2019, that movie comes out. Yeah, so like a couple of years. Yeah, however, 
they, they, when they were asked if you would appear in another uh, movie before that, they basically said it's classified. So it, the fact that they announced this like at the tail end of the Gardens of the Galaxy panel, that, that's the post-credit scene. It's going to be post-credit scene Captain Marvel. Well, considering that uh, the article I'm looking at, and that's the comicbookmovie.com, unless they're photoshopping her face onto this, she's already appeared in costume somewhere. I think that is photoshopped. That'd be a shame. I, th- I think it is. It's a very good photoshop. Yeah, it's a really good that picture, yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not even talking her head. I'm just talking the it, it, the costume looks great. I'm pretty sure that that is uh, Photoshop, but yeah, it does look excellent, and that's the costume that they should go with. So, and I don't want her to have the mohawk here either. So, no, I don't think she. I don't so, think she'll have that. So, but yeah, okay, great. I guess she's going to be in Kong Skull Island. So, or she was in mm-hmm. that as well. So, which I do think I want to go see. So. Yeah, that actually looks pretty good. I watched, the, I saw the trailer for that as well, and I'm like, oh, caught another king. Oh, this is actually looks good. <laughs> I, I asked my wife because she's not big on. I, I I don't know the certain movies she just won't see. I couldn't get her to go see Tarzan, although I think that was miserable, um, from what I hear. But um, I saw the trailer. You know, they just opened the ride over at Universal in Florida, and. I said, so uh, you you want to go see that with me? No. And then she goes, but the trailer did look cool. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I can get her to go. Otherwise, I got to see if I can Shanghai a nephew or get my buddy to go. So Because uh, Tom Hiddleston is in that movie as well. Yeah. And, and Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like a real MCU movie, that one. <laughs> it works so for what me. If story. It's a what if story. Yeah. All right, what else we got for news? Okay, so, um, well, speaking of Sylvester Stallone, right, who do you think he's going to be playing? He's going to play a Ravager. You think so? Yeah. I, I, I would really want him to be playing... Uh, Judge uh, Dredd? Cool yeah, well, yeah. It would be cool if he was playing Peter McCall's dad. I'd like that. But I think it would be very cool if he was uh, like a member of the Nova Corps, like one of the leaders. I could just see him in like the Nova Corps helmet. Well, yeah, because it kind of is like the Judge Dredd helmet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd but be I cool. But I, I think I it's th- a cat. Yeah, hmm? I suppose it's like a cameo. So it's not a huge role, but he's a key supporting actor in the movie. Yeah, I I would be he. I, I heard rumors that he is a Ravager. Hmm. The other, uh, the other rumor that people have been talking about is they might be playing Charlie Twenty Seven, who's a very muscular character genetically engineered to live on Jupiter. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One we'll of the original see. Guardians. Yep. We'll see what happens with that. Um, it's cool that he's in the movie though, along with Kurt Russell. Look. Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell. I mean, these are big names to get. These are these are big has been name names to get. Let's let's be honest. Both of these guys are pretty much past their prime, and don't bring in the don't bring people to the movies anymore. Hmm. 
So still, and all right, people are going to yell at me for Stallone, but yeah, he's still past his prime. He's like seventy-five years old. Yeah, he's a, he's an aging actor at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what? Moving on. Moving on, yes. Yeah, so that's basically the Marvel uh, main panel. That was basically all I did. I didn't. I, I did want to want to call them out for not putting up any of the footage because DC put up all their footage. Not cool. <laughs> I will say this. DC needed to put up their footage. Mar- you know, Marvel's winning. Marvel's in the lead right now. They, you sure. know, and you and I know from various con- console generations, uh, the winner doesn't do dick. They get arrogant. They make some mistakes, some questionable uh, uh, decisions, and get f- fat and sloppy. And then the no, the guy that's in number two or number three, who is mm-hmm. actually trying harder, comes and uh, uh, takes takes the lead from them. The old tortoise and, and the hare thing. Yeah. So um, they, you know... I understand what they're doing. I am with you. I agree. I would love... I think they should put the footage out. I mean, that's how you get even more people talking um, mm. and get more people excited, but I'm sure eventually it, it will hit. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a few weeks away probably. Our, um, James Gunn was asked when, they, like, when they'll be releasing footage of Guardians, and he'd said semi-soonish. So it's very it's a very vague answer, but you would expect it within the next couple of months. I expect when is the when's the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl's uh January. January, oh, okay, February. So uh, I think I think the finished. first weekend of February. <laughs> I think you will uh in terms of widespread release. Okay, I'll go out on the limb. Uh if you want something earlier than the Super Bowl, maybe during the World Series. That's the next big sporting event. Or opening weekend of football in September. Hmm. But I think... Or, or they could attach it to Doctor Strange. Yes, there will there will be a trailer attached to Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I think I will be... I expect I will see some footage, probably of both... Doctor Strange and Guardians at New York Comic Con. Nice. You probably get to see the same footage that was shown here. Probably. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that, let's talk Shield stuff. Okay. Because I don't think there was any other MC, like no we're other good. MCU stuff. Cool. Um, so Shield stuff. First of all, before we talk about Agents of Shield, let's talk about Agent Carter. Okay. Agent Carter is dead, completely dead. Uh, the head of Netflix was asked about Agent Carter and if they would, if there was any chance of them picking it up. And um, basically, they said no, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, firstly, they already have more than enough Marvel content, and secondly, they wouldn't have been able to get Agent Carter out to a large enough portion of their audience because of the way that the deals are structured with Agent Carter around the world 
they couldn't get like a worldwide deal for it because it's still on the air in various countries and whatnot. Okay. So it's a, basically it's a business decision more than a creative one. So it's not going to get reruns on Netflix and it's not going to get a new season. It's dead. Like, like Peggy Carter in the current MCU timeline. That's a shame. Yeah, I would have liked. I would like to see a one shot to wrap it up and like. Yeah, but oh well. So be it. If they really want to do do it, they will find a way. It probably wouldn't be Netflix. It would probably. It would have to be some type of uh, ABC movie. Ah, like a special, like yeah. an ABC special or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, or put it on. Uh, Freeform, or whatever they call that channel now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's dead. Unfortunately, there, there's just there's just not a good way to do it, I think. No. So, let, okay, moving on from that then. Shield. Let's talk Shield. Yes, so, now you got me all depressed. <laughs> yes, now let's talk about the good stuff. So, Shield, um, before we get back to depressing things, Shield had their panel. And uh, did you get to watch this panel? No. Okay, so the the panel was it was not bad. Like they had all the cast out and stuff like that. And like before the panel even started, you had Clark Gregg coming out and asking Jeff Loeb, "Can we do the thing yet?" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, what's the thing?" And like throughout this panel, he keeps like turning around to Jeff and going, "Can we do the thing now? Come on!" And then like so they had the whole panel and they they showed off some like. Uh, bits and pieces from behind the scenes stuff uh, they showed off Fitz and Simmons audition tape and Sky and Ward's first audition tape uh, and they showed like the gag reel for, for season 3 it, it, was all, it was all good stuff, pretty funny um, the scene that they showed actually from Fitz and Simmons was quite interesting because it was a scene that basically was the inspiration for you, you know the scene when they're at the bottom of the ocean in the container mm-hmm. it, was, it was like that scene was almost, not quite word for word, but most of it was from this audition. It was pretty cool. Okay. And you kind of see their chemistry like right off the bat because that was the first time they'd ever like acted together and whatnot. So pretty cool. Um, same with like Sky and Ward. It was like season one Ward back. I was like, oh, I miss Ward, the real <laughs> Ward. <laughs> oh, he'll be uh, back. Which- He's going to be the LMD. It should be noted he was not at the panel. He was not at the panel. They did give him a big round of applause, however, and uh, wished, wished him well. He was not there. Um, so as far as like announcements That would go, be a huge spoiler if he was. Well, yeah. I, I don't think we're going to see him back. I think his story ran its course and he's he's dead now. So he's He's gone. He's gone, I'm afraid. Unless they bring him back as an LMD, I, he's okay. coming back as an LMD. I guarantee it. Okay, I I, I would kind of like it to happen just for like as original world, just for like that kind of ah oh, cool. It would be very cool. But uh, they did get asked a question by I believe it was by an audience member about uh, Hunter and Bobby because obviously we know that Marvel's most wanted was not picked up to go to pilot, Girl. and they were asked if it was a possible chance of them coming back. And the I think it was uh, Jed Tweeden just said, keep watching. So 
that's pretty much saying, okay, they're most likely going to come back in some regard. Which makes sense, because their show didn't get picked up, and, well, yeah, bring them back. <laughs> and so we did get the confirmation, which we we kind of spoke about this, and we weren't sure if it was going to happen or not, and basically they did the thing, and all the thing was is like a teaser showing that Ghost Rider is coming to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But not the regular Ghost Rider. It's the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider who has a, has a car instead of a bike. Right, and we kind of discussed this guy. This is the one who has the disabled brother. Yep. And... Uh, is the most dangerous guy in the room. It's the Marvel Now version of Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Which yep. I'm not sure either of us have ever read. I have not read it. Ali has read it, however, and tells me it's terrible. But that's not really an indication because he's a very hard person to please. <laughs> it's probably amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's on Marvel Limited if you want to read it. I will get around to reading it before season four starts to kind of get a feel for the character and whatnot. I don't even know if it's on Unlimited because they haven't been putting the Marvel Now stuff on there because that's, that. or no, that's Marvel Max I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think the Now stuff is. They're like, I'm I'm pretty sure this would be on Unlimited, so. Um, I I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Now, the interesting thing with this is that, like, Ali sent me a message once it got announced and he's like, oh, wow, Marvel, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. finally has, like, a bona fide comic book character. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, uh, Ellie's a troll. <laughs> Just yeah, I know. But yeah, Ghost Rider is is a big get. The name is a is a big get, and like a lot of people recognize that because he has had two big budget Hollywood movies. Being even though they were flops, still they were there, and he's a well known character from the comic books. He pops up everywhere. Being although as the the version with the bike, uh, uh, Johnny Blaze, and I think there's another one as well, but. Uh, Johnny Blaze is the one that I know. He has a bike. Um, this one has a car, and they did they did show off his car. It was at Comic Con. Yeah. Did uh, and they on un- the uh, the cast of Shield un- unveiled it. Not not us. They <laughs> the principal cast from the TV show and unveiled the car as well. And it looks really cool. It's like a black car. With, I, I I don't know what make it was right now, but it's a nice it's sleek a charger. black car. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I think you might be right. With like the engine sticking up through the hood, looks very cool. And Coulson was asked in the panel about Lola, which is the question that I would have asked. Mm-hmm. And he did say that he saw it on set recently. So he's he uh, Clark Gregg is hoping that he's going to get to race or uh, have a car chase of some kind with this car, which would be very cool. That is, I want to see that. Yes, I would. I think that whether or not it happens, I don't know. I'm trying to find. I'm. I'm looking up Ghost Rider as I talk to you to see <laughs> if I can find uh, these. Uh, this uh, Ghost Rider thing, but um, yes, I hopefully hopefully it is a. A uh, that there is a race at some point. Yeah, 
so Ghost Rider is kind of an interesting one to bring in because it's okay, it's not like Shield has very been a very science based show, and now we're getting this kind of mystical element coming in with Ghost Rider because he's very mystic kind of based. Um, although we've had like the Inhumans and stuff, they're still slightly science based, but like alien science and alien tech from back in the day. Uh, Ghost Rider. I, I, this version, I'm sure, is an inhuman, so I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but he is still pretty mystical. Um, so, uh, they did announce as well that Gabriel Luna is playing Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes. Yes. On S.H.I.E.L.D. And they announced another cast member as well, who is uh, Lily Birdsell. Okay. Who was in Geek Charming and NCIS LA and How to Get Away with Murder and Major Crimes. Uh, she is playing a character called Lucy, who is described as a beautiful woman with a haunting quality. She has a very violent streak in her inner self because of things that have happened. So, sounds like she could be an inhuman. Um, comic book movie has dug into uh, Marvel characters called Lucy and the only one that they could find really was uh, someone from the Runaways uh, Carolina Dean who was also known as Lucy in the Sky okay so I don't I'm not familiar with that character at all I have read some Runaways but I don't recall her I can't find these Marvel Now ones on, uh, on Marvel Unlimited are you searching for Marvel now, or are you just are you searching for Ghost Rider? I'm just I just put in Gar- uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, okay, so maybe, maybe they're not there. Oh well. So okay, uh, I, yeah, we'll we'll do some more looking and get back to you guys if we find them. If they're not there now, they probably will be by the time yeah. uh, season four of Shield is popping up. So. Uh, September twentieth, Shield returns, and. Uh, okay, so other a couple other bits and pieces of news for Shield. First of all, uh, during a couple of interviews, they have confirmed that we're going to see more classic Inhumans pop up. Yeah, we have a tweet about the, this from James Warren. Okay. So what 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 do they mean by classic Inhumans? Hmm. Yeah. What do they mean by classic Inhumans? Who is considered a classic Inhuman is really the question, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, you ask me, it's go- it would be Black Bolt, Karnak, Medusa, um, the other guy, I guess Maximus. Yeah, Maximus, Lockjaw, Crystal. Yeah. Like, those would be the classic Inhumans for me. Um, however... The Inhumans movie is still happening. Like it was Sure it again. is. <clears throat> it was confirmed again by Kevin Feige that it is happening just later down the road. Like uh-huh. this, like over the he was asked about it again. Mm-hmm. But uh, when uh, Jed Weed and Marissa I can never pronounce her name. I Ta- think it's Tan Chachenberg, something like that. It's like Tan Charowin. Right. But I don't know how you quite quite how you know you pronounce that, but uh, basically they said uh, yeah, we've told a couple of seasons of stories but now we have some more freedom with regards to the Inhumans. So when we return to focusing on Inhumans, we'll be able to do a little bit more. So yeah, that freedom will apparently allow for inclusion of some classic Inhumans. Uh, 
So maybe like maybe that Inhumans movie's taken a different route, and they've gone okay. Well, you can use like anyone from this list. We're not going to use this list of people in the movie. You can use them on Shield. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see Medusa or uh, I don't I mean Black Bolt's really yeah Black Bolt and Medusa though are so central to the Inhumans that you Black need to have Bolt them, is one of the most boring characters ever because no, he can't that, speak. I know, but you still have to have him in the movie. Like yeah, he's the, in the, the movie, point. yes, but I don't know. Uh, if he was maybe in the background with his like his arms crossed, yeah, and just you know there, but I, you know I don't want him to be uh, a major cog in a storyline. Hmm. I think that we're more likely to get one of them as a villain, so like Maximus or Karnak or something like that. Well, they're not. Villains, I mean, Karnak isn't, but, um, yeah. I, but, I mean, you could get these people who show up as villains. It, it's a, how are you, it, it is a mishmash of a season. You're dealing yeah. with the spirit of vengeance on one hand and the Inhumans on the other? How, how do you well, combine those? Well, he is those? an Inhuman, so, who? like, this version, Ghost Rider has an Inhuman. This Ghost Rider is an Inhuman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's how you tie them together. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know quite how that's going to work. But uh, yeah, I mean, they have come out and said as well that, uh, that there's going to be a lot more kind of mystical magic stuff in it. Basically, this season's going to unite magic and science. Um, obviously, in, in, in Thor... There was a line where they said, magic is just science we don't understand yet. So, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so we've got a lot We've got a lot of the, the kind of magically type stuff coming in, with like the Inhumans and Ghost Rider and whatnot, but you're also getting the technology side of stuff coming in with the LMDs and the uh, Radcliffe's body modification stuff as well. So basically, yeah, I mean, so we have Ghost Rider, the Inhumans, and the Squadron Supreme. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, Jeff Loeb was asked directly about the Squadron Supreme if we might see more elements of that, because obviously we know that the name of the LMD is Ada. And he said, let's just say nothing is off the table. Okay. One other thing that I wanted to mention before before we kind of talk about like the because I want to talk about the, the panel and what it means overall. Um, I did watch another, uh, well, most of uh, another kind of interview with the Ancient Shield, which is was uh, called it. It was from Nerd HQ, okay. and you can find this video on YouTube. It's a conversation with the cast of Ancient Shield, and basically it's uh, Zachary Levi hosting an interview panel with questions from the audience, almost entirely questions from the audience, with uh, Clark Gregg, Henry Simmons, and uh, Ian DeKeerstacker, so Colson Fitz and Mac. Mm -hmm. And th this is a much more entertaining panel than the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel that Marvel put out. 
because they had a little bit of Q&A, but mostly it was just kind of the waffle. But this was actually like the fan, all these fans getting to ask the questions, the sort of questions that we would ask, and was much more interesting. Uh, one thing that uh, Clark Gregg did reveal in this, though, was that corporate stuff, an invisible wall of corporate stuff will keep Coulson from meeting the Netflix characters. And they need to develop a weapon in order to break through this barrier. <laughs> so don't think we're going to see Coulson show up in any Netflix shows anytime soon. Yeah, it's all connected. <clears throat> Bullshit. Except, except when it isn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I wanted to talk about the the Shield panel as a whole because okay. I've I've watched the panels from the last couple of years and they were all they've always been like, yeah, this is what we did last season and here's what we've got coming next season, cool, and they have the fan questions and whatnot. This one was really weird because they, like like I mentioned, they started pulling out audition tapes, right? Mm. Which and the whole kind of tone of the panel it made it feel very final. Very, very final. Like you, you probably notice when you watch it that it feels like the final panel. Like I would be very surprised if this is not the final season of Shield, based on how that panel was. Well, I've been, you know, I, I've been saying that all along. This is the last season of uh, of of Shield. And I, I did find it. It's under all new Ghost Rider. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. The Marvel Limited is really not good for searching. This is one of the worst search <laughs> engines ever. If you search for a what? If you search for Ghost Rider, like you can't find all new Ghost Rider. Like have what? <laughs> yeah, and then for if you look under characters, they list because uh, this is at least the third Ghost Rider. They have Ghost Rider Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider Daniel Catch. And they don't even mention this guy. <laughs> and this is a series that ran, um, it looks like, from uh, March 2014 through March 2015. Okay, so tw 12 issues yeah. then. So we'll, we'll, we'll read that at some point and, and let you know how it is. So, yeah, uh, I, I... You know, unless... You know, unless it does, so they do something spectacular and get really big numbers. You know, they're put into the death slot. Mm. It sounds to me like they're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, bringing in like Ghost Rider and stuff like that is is a big get for the show. It's a big get for for comic book nerds, mm. but I think it's a turnoff to the general public. Mm. I don't know. I'm excited to see where they go with the show, but I can't see it getting renewed again, unfortunately. I hope they prove me wrong, but like the way this panel was, they're planning for this to be the last season. I'm sure of it. Okay. What I would like to see out of that, though, is if the like let's let's say this is the last season, right? Mm. And at the end of the season, the 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 team breaks up. Uh, the the uh, the agents of Shield are disbanded, and the characters all go their separate ways. They could proliferate these people back into other smaller roles in movies and other TV shows, like 
like Daredevil, Netflix shows, Defenders, back into the movies, Avengers movies, supporting characters in Thor, Guardians, whatever. Yes. Um, I could see that. I mean, Quake could certainly join the Avengers. Yep. Um, obviously, Shield Shield won't break up. I mean, it's, you know, it may be the end of the series. It may, you know, maybe maybe they just tie up the loose ends and Shield continues on because Shield is part, you know, a pillar of the Marvel universe and is not likely to go away. Yeah, I, I don't mean like Shield breaks up. Yeah. I, I mean specifically like this this team. Yeah, the sec- let's call them the Secret Warriors for for the sake of argument to separate it. The, the Secret Warriors team will break up and go their separate ways. But Shield will still be around, and the comic books headed up by Nick Fury, and in the movies headed up by Nick Fury. Yeah, you know, uh, I see Sky and LMD Grant Ward taking off into Lola and riding off into the sunset in the flying <laughs> car. You know, okay, pu- pulling a uh, Melrose Place finale. Um, <laughs> the you know Fitz and Simmons. Hopefully, they survive, and maybe they just. Uh, you know, go off to ha- start a family. Maybe you know, yeah. maybe Gemma's pregnant, and they're just going to go off and leave. Uh, Mac could, you know, just take on a different assignment. Coulson could either be director, or you know, uh, Fury comes back and is in char- takes a- takes charge, and you know, they just uh, wrap up the mission and move on. Because uh, it'd be great to get. Clark Gregg back into the movies. Um, yep. Who are who are we forgetting? Um, I think that's the that's pretty much the main cast. Yeah, well, if if Bobby and Hunter come back, which they probably will, they'll be back for a farewell thing, you know. Yeah, and and me, if we're getting me. May could either continue on with Shield or maybe, maybe she 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 just retires. I I would like to see her go to Sword. And, okay, that would, um, that would work too. Because I think it's been fairly speculated that her mum works for Sword, mm-hmm. and Sword is obviously big involved with Captain Marvel. Yeah, and you know there there's a whole storyline that never uh, came to fruition. Yeah, no, May's mum. Like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, May's mum. No, no, we're not going to mention that ever again. <laughs> so I hope they can get into like some of that stuff in this season, and especially if it's going to be the last season, like wrap up these like loose ends and and stuff like that, and like Coulson's cellist girlfriend and and all that sort of stuff that was mm-hmm. happening back in season one. Like, it would be nice if she could get learn the truth about him, and it would be nice if the Avengers could learn the truth about him somehow in this as well. That would be nice. Like, imagine how cool it would be to see, like, Captain America come in in the final episode. Just <sighs> <laughs> Keep <happen>. dreaming. <laughs> so, um, so, all right. Anything else? I mean, okay, so there's some, fin- it felt like some finality, and if that's the case, that's the case. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that, that was really the last thing I wanted to mention. That It really did feel like a very... This is the final panel 
Like they, they mm. may do like something. I don't think they would do something next year unless the show's coming back. To be honest, like I don't think they usually do that, do they? Like when a show's done, like there's no Agent Carter panel this year, so. No, they, at best, you know, somewhere down the road, maybe there's a reunion panel. Mm. Looking mm-hmm. back ten years ago or something. Yeah, like a post-mortem panel sort of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, I, this felt very final to me. This is last Comic Con or last San Diego Comic Con anyway. So, um, anything else that you pulled from the panel? Nah, that was that was about it. There wasn't there wasn't too much information to be gleaned in. Like I say, they didn't show any new footage of the season. Just that one teaser for Ghost Rider coming in. Because they've only just started. They've only just started yeah. shooting. Yeah, they only started shooting like a week or two ago, I think. Yeah, so there's no footage ready yet. So, and and to be to be fair to Agents of Shield, the stuff that they did show, like the uh, audition tapes and the gag reel and stuff like that, they they did put all that online. So, hats off to them for that. Yay. It was actually quite funny. Like it's worth watching when you get around to it. Well, I I've, I I did watch a little of it. I'm sorry. It, yeah. That's just you know, I don't need to see the audition tapes. What I want to see is I want to know where the season is going. Um, I'm starting to get a little worried because it sounds like you have a few too many storylines going at once. Where I probably like a little more uh, depth to to the stories. Um, mm-hmm. ex- and especially if you have to wrap up the series by the end of the year, uh, you know, the, uh, we'll see. Yeah, like if they need to wrap up the series by the end of the year, let's say, so they need to wrap up all the new things that are introducing mm-hmm. Ghost Rider and uh, the Inhumans and all that sort of stuff. And they also need to go back and like tell us, at least in dialogue form, where is Graviton? Where is the abomination now? Like, is Hydra really gone? <laughs> you know, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the absorbing man. There, there's a lot of yeah. stuff. Um, but you know, there's the also the possibility that some of this is dealt uh, with in a new Marvel series. Because if this is the last season of Shield, um, you would assume that next year they will do something else. Whether Fantastic it, Four. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, let's let's throw it on the table. Fantastic Four. Um, you could do or uh, another super team, or maybe even uh, you know maybe the Bo- Hunter Bobby thing comes back into play. Um, mm-hmm. There's always the possibility. You know, tra- you know pilots are are not picked up and then picked up down the road sometimes or they're retooled mm-hmm, yep. and uh, they say well maybe if that if that didn't hit you what if we did this instead um, mm-hmm. I would hope that even if shield does end this season that uh, next year there is you know that there is some type of Marvel presence still on television because yep. DC has proven, that it works. The formula. Yep. Th- they have. They have the secret sauce. Yep. DC is killing it with their shows. Absolutely killing it, and they're only expanding upon them. They're killing it, but they're killing it on a uh, 
second uh, second rate or B list network. That and you, you, you do. Know, have, I don't even. I don't even mean the ratings. Like right. I, I just mean the actual the actual quality of the yep. of the shows is absolutely bang on. Especially Flash. Like Flash is outstanding. Yeah. So um, it Marvel just I don't know why. I don't know if it's they don't have enough shows to connect, and is mm-hmm. that the reason why it hasn't worked? Because I think I think the reason that Flash and Arrow work. Is because there is Flash and Arrow. Mm-hmm. When it was yeah. just Arrow, it was it was all right. But yeah, it didn't get really good until they started pulling in like the other characters. Yeah, and and having and having that synergy and shared universe of characters where uh, they would be on either show. I mean, it, that gets really complicated. Um, I was talking to my wife. And who reads, you know, and we don't talk about the DC stuff that much on this show, but um, she reads a lot of this stuff. Uh, Wentworth Miller, Captain Cold, mm-hmm. um, the 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 Black Canary's dad, uh, Barrowman, John Barrowman, uh huh, yep, and Katie Cassidy, aka the Black Canary, who died last season. Mm-hmm. All have ongoing contracts uh, to appear on all of the CW D, uh, DC shows. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Black Canaries was just uh, renewed. You know, renewed. That happened after she died. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah. And my wife's already, you know, my wife has explained why that happened, and it, it has a lot to do with the end of uh, Flash last year, uh, the season oh, yeah, finale, yeah. and uh, Fla- mind blowing. Yeah, and that you know, basically, they're doing the Flashpoint thing, um, but uh, you know, Mar- you know, every I, I've been criticized for saying that Marvel doesn't get it. They don't. They have one show, and. Clark Gregg just explained why he can't appear on the Netflix shows and probably why the Netflix guys can't appear on his show. And then, you know, and it kind of is the same way with the movies to an extent. You know, they're, they are different forms of media. And there are licensing and contract deals that, you know, uh, and different territories with different uh, agreements so that is why we haven't seen it it's a great idea in theory and when mm. they can do it they do do it but it has been so limited it's it's more of a joke and mm. you don't have the compa- what shield needs is a companion series agent carter is not a companion series agent carter takes place 40 years before 40 50 years before shield it's mm. it. I mean, it is a companion piece in that it's part of the same universe and expands on what happens in Shield to an extent, or lays the groundwork for some of the things in Shield. But it's you can't share characters. Mm. Um, so I think that's part of the problem. My my concern with Ghost Rider showing up in uh, Agents of Shield, and yes, I know there's ways around this, but. If he's there, that probably means he doesn't get a Netflix show. Mm, not this version. 
Not this like version. The one. You'd have to go and either use Dan- Danny Catch or uh, Johnny Blaze, the yeah. original Ghost John- Rider. Johnny Blaze is the one that I'd want to see. Mm-hmm. A, a proper, not fucking Nicolas Cage version of him. And he belongs in uh, whatever that storyline that's the, the uh, underlying plot of the Netflix series anyways. Was it Midnight Suns yeah. or whatever? I, I can't remember the name. Uh, you know the name of the... Oh, you mean Shadowland? Shadowland, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he does. Uh, and he belongs in uh, that. But... Uh, I don't know. I... It will be a shame if the show does end, and you know I know we're put we're the first. I don't think we are the first ones to put dirt on the grave, but uh, if we are, so be it. Um, and you know, uh, we'll, we'll figure out what what we're going to do after that. There's plenty of things to do in the Marvel universe that I'm not worried about it, but um, enjoy it for what it is. Hopefully. Maybe this maybe the series catches fire, no pun intended, um, <laughs> and and is able to uh, get itself a fifth season. But if not, no, Marvel has nobody to blame but themselves. Yep, because they have mismanaged the show a bit. <laughs> They've mismanaged the show, but I also don't think. It belongs. I, I, yeah. I don't think the while comic book characters are the are the new hotness. They're the current zombies. Um, they do, you know, all of the movies do fairly well, except Fantastic Four. Um, the, <laughs> that so I mean, they're still hip. They're still the trendy thing. The problem is Marvel didn't figure out how to do it on the to uh, duplicate their success in on the big screen on the small screen. And the problem mm-hmm. was they didn't have a companion show, a companion show or a companion show for this. And you can't do th- two or three superhero shows on a major network in the same week. And I think, mm-hmm. and that's, that's where their pro that, that was, uh, why it doesn't work the cw can get away with that i mean hell right now they the cw only has shows i think monday through friday mm-hmm. they don't do sat i don't think they have a sunday lineup and i know they don't have a saturday lineup uh they also only have they have 10 hours of programming a week eight 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 to ten o'clock monday through friday out of that 10 hours you have um you have flash arrow supergirl legends of tomorrow <laughs> that so that's is like that's 40% of your programming time is dedicated <laughs> to uh comic book shows now whether or not legends of tomorrow is a limited run this year in 13 episodes i don't know um, but you know, or you know how they're go, you know how they're going to do that. But so so even even if it's thirty percent of your time, you know, even if it's one third of your schedule is taken up by superhero shows. You can do that there because 
you know, the bar is set a lot lower for that network. And it does well, and these these shows are hot, they're trendy, uh, you know, they have their audience. Hmm. You need to double or triple the numbers for a CW show, a, a popular CW show, in order for it to survive on a major network. And S.H.I.E.L.D. has come close. It hits a two from time to time. Yeah. Um, but for for but it never set it never went mainstream. Hmm. And I, I honestly don't consider Flash and Arrow uh mainstream. They're just popular they're the they're the big fish in a small pond. Hmm. And the pro and the problem with uh, Agents of Shield is it's a small fish in a big pond. Mm, yeah. So, but you know, uh, and I, I think I think the missing ingredient was there wasn't a second show. Yeah, I, I do think that uh, they have done a good job with the tools that they've been given and the characters that they've been given to work with. The show is is very good. Like you'll have heard us talking about for the last. Mm-hmm three years like how much we enjoy the show and enjoy talking about it and whatnot but but yeah it does kind of look like it's coming towards the end now and we can pinpoint those those reasons now why it's it's not been as successful as it should have been yeah, you, and you're right there there have been some great stories there have been some great character you know th- th- these are awesome characters these are awesome actors that uh, as a ensemble cast have worked very well together, hmm. and you know, I you know, if we're we are probably nine months too early with the our eulogy here, Andy. But uh, mm, yeah, yeah, we're, but we're uh, you know, so, but you know, you brought it up, and you know, yeah. it it is the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, let's enjoy let's enjoy the upcoming season. Let's have a lot of fun. Let's have a lot of great discussion. And let's see what happens uh, April, May of next year. Mm. And what Marvel is going to do next. Marvel has, or Marvel, ABC, Disney, have other avenues. They could, you know, they, they could expand the Netflix line if they wanted to. And keep things over there. They could go and start putting, you know, free, supposedly we're getting Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, but that wasn't even mentioned at uh, San Diego Comic Con. No, not at all. So that's kind of up in the air. The Damage Control show that they talked about supposedly cancelled as well. So thank God. <laughs> so, but all right. Um, we had some tweets. I think we kind of hit all the. Highlights, uh, yeah, basically, James Warren sent us a lot of links for uh, for the same stories that we discussed. He also, I believe, somebody put up something on our Facebook page. I think it was him. Um, I don't have that up. My Facebook has not been playing nice with me tonight, as Andy knows. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not finding the messages there. There we go. View messages. Um, 
like I said, it wasn't it wasn't coming up earlier. But uh, yes, he did. Uh, he put up the trailer for Doctor Strange and uh, a couple other things over there, including the uh, Ghost Rider trailer, and says it does look good. And I agree with him. So, hmm. and yes. And I owe a quick apology to our contest winner. I am a bad, bad host. <laughs> um, by the time I got my lazy ass up and out last week, um, the post office was closed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, uh, my wife has orders to make sure that I do not sit there and play Puzzle Quest until 11 o'clock in the morning uh, this Saturday. And uh, get out to uh, the post office to send you your box of crap. Nice. So, <laughs> um, by the way, just uh, quick puzzle quest news. Andy, did you see what character is coming uh, tomorrow? Mm, no. Wasp. Oh. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how does one get a wasp cover? Uh, they're doing the heart. Of, they're doing a heart of darkness thing for, and you got to be in the top one hundred. Uh, but you know, obviously, you'll be able to get some tokens in order. Uh, you know, there will be, yeah, uh, ways to get tokens to try and get her. It's it's the the quote unquote preview event of her. So it's like really insane to try and you know you have like a point one percent chance of pulling a wasp out of it mm -hmm. unless you're in the top 100 but okay yes she uh she starts tomorrow and what is she is she a three or a, i don't think they're doing four stars anymore or three stars yeah she's she's a four star cover thanks so i got i got a five star spidey tonight so i was happy. oh nice yeah <laughs> so all right i think we're done andy yes i think we're done so I want to thank everybody for downloading or listening to this. The show does air on allgames.com every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can check us out there. Sometimes we show up at the chat, but usually we don't. Uh, <laughs> we have to do a lot. We're going to do a live show soon. Uh, but you, we, we're available on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher. Please leave reviews over on iTunes. We will read them on the air, good, bad, or indifferent. And... Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Oh, we got some shows to plug. Andy, um, when you're not sitting in line at the San Diego Comic-Con, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on 40 to Level 1 with Ali every Tuesday, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, we talk, we talk uh, TV shows, movies, video games, and very occasionally, not very often anymore, comic books. Uh, you can find all our episodes on Stitcher and iTunes as well and on allgames.com's archive. And I can be found every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, on allgames.com as well. On uh, the B-Team podcast with my co-host Ryan, Fred, and Eli. We talk games, we talk tech, we talk some TV and movies. Uh, we talk about Fred's uh, ex horrible experiences at Best Buy as well. So. <laughs> But check us out. We have a good time over there. Uh, once again, we will see you guys next week. Next week, we will be back with Men With Fear, Episode 7 of Daredevil. Uh, shit, which, which, which outro should I use? 
Uh, I should. Oh, we should mention uh, Men with Fear confirmed for season three. We, we yes, Men, Men with Fear <laughs> it has been confirmed for season three. So uh, we'll be back in one form or another. That's why we're, yep. we're going to need. We're going to need more Netflix shows, Andy. Yeah, to keep <laughs> to this thing the, going. Gaps. <laughs> so we can find something to talk about. <laughs> So, all right. Well, I'm going to go with our Daredevil one and uh, Steven's outro and just remind everybody that we're all just one bad day from becoming the Punisher. See you next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs>